Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. <laughs> Listen, this brother reached out to me. And lately, I have not been putting people on my comedy show um, because I have I just feel that most comedians, I'm going to listen before me and you start talking. Most comics don't listen. They don't do their homework. They don't study the comedian who they want to open up for. They don't want to adjust their material. They don't want to um, do clean material. They don't want to listen to what the headliner says because to all comics around the world, the headliner is the boss until you get your name on the marquee. And most comedians are not going to be able to work because you guys uh, don't know how to do clean material. You don't know how to adjust your show. And I want to teach comics today. This is how I feel today. I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow. But today, I want comics to learn. If you're going to eat, if you're going to take this game seriously, you want to work until you my fucking age and way into your 60s. And take care of yourself. I want you to listen to this conversation that me and this brother's about to have. Introduce yourself, fam. How y'all doing? My name is comedian Reggie Gill out of St. Louis, man. How y'all doing? Okay, I don't. Yeah, okay, we're Reg now. I'm gonna ask you a few questions. We're gonna talk and all that kind of stuff. One, how you, how long you been doing stand-up comedy? Seven years. Seven years. All right, so you halfway decent. You halfway decent. Yeah. And halfway. what made you get into stand-up? Um, the fact that my sense of humor got me out of every situation, either got me in a situation or got me out of a situation. I always leaned on my funniness. Okay, okay. I respect that. Now, what kind of material do you, you concentrate and work on? I'm 27, married with two kids, so all my material is, <laughs> is about that, <laughs> dealing with temptation. Um, I'm teaching now, um, so dealing with my students. Uh, me and my wife and my kids, really. That's it. Okay. And how long? And you said your wife, y'all been married? Um, how long? A year. But this is my best friend though, so we've been partners since the school box, sandbox. Okay. Okay. Cool. And how does she feel about you doing stand up? Uh, she loved it. We were just talking. She said I w- she wished I would have went to the military though, because they get discounts on everything. But she loves it. She <laughs> this ain't a joke. I swear to God, I'm leaving from getting fitted from a, for a wedding, and I lied and said I was in the military, but I ain't have my whatever. Anyway, yeah, she she's there. No, I love it. I love it. You're making me smile. You're making me smile, yo. You make me see because I read and they done, here's what's going on. See a lot of people hit me on Instagram and say or ask me, hey, can I open up for you? And no disrespect, I don't know these people. And I just think you motherfuckers really have guts, right, to to reach out. I, I could just see myself when I was young reaching out to Sinbad or these different people, which I think is fascinating that we have social media. If you want something, you can make it happen because closed mouths don't get fed, right? Yeah. I mean, this is just the way of the world. And so you, it's, it's young OG. And how did you mm-hmm. come up with your name? I just came up with it because I'm I'm 27. I don't feel old, but I feel like I'm I'm wise. I'm a, I'm a lot more mentally uh, there compared to people I know that's even my age or older than me. 
So I always, you know, I take pride in that being young, but not necessarily feeling old, but kind of got the got kind of got the game and got the ball rolling, not just with comedy, but just with life, you know. Married, right, right, uh, right. almost there, established, just you know, just grinding really and doing it the right way. I feel like. Okay, I like that. Now, can you do clean material? Oh, of course, yes, sir. So, so you can come on stage, you and you don't, you won't use no curse words. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yes, sir. I don't have to rely on that. I like that. Now, my fans and people around the world saying, "Well, TK, you curse." And let me tell you what the reason why I do this, ladies and gentlemen. I want to be the only one cursing on my face. I've been doing this so long that if I was sitting in the audience, I wouldn't want to hear every comic using profanity because then the shock humor is gone by the time I come on. Do you understand that, OG? Yes, sir. Yeah, see, the shock humor is gone. So I put um, comics ahead of me so that do clean material, if that's the case, because normally I do a one-man show. I really don't need nobody. I can do that motherfucker by myself. But this week, I, and the reason why I'm doing this, fam, mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody yesterday, but I watched the Kanye West documentary. <laughs> and even though, to me right now, Kanye West is crazy, but his passion for success was so beautiful and I put so many people on from D.L. Hughley, Godfrey, um, mm. um, 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 Sandra Bullock. I mean, the, the, the list goes on to the people, J.J. Williams, Alex Thomas, all these people who I put on in the stand-up game. Um, Michael uh, um, uh, Luzamba, whatever the fuck his name, I can't think about it right now. <laughs> and you just have to be at the right place at the right time. So I want the people to, hit, I'm going to read to the people what you wrote me. It says, what's up, OG? I'm comedian Reggie Gill. Is there <laughs> anywhere I can open up, for, open up, host or feature for you when you come to St. Louis? I've been doing it seven years now, St. Louis, ATL, LA, et cetera, et cetera. I've with a few comedians, and I got a long list that can vouch for me. This will be an honor for me, and I also can add value to your show even though you're going to sell it out anyway. So, <laughs> young OG? Yes, sir. You're going to be on my show this weekend, brother. Let's go. Yes, sir. You're going to make me wake up the kids in the back seat. My wife right here. She here. She yeah. Here. I'm, I'm, All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's nice, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put you on the show, fam. Man, because, um, like I said, it's all about being at the right place at the right time. And I've been meaning to call you for the last couple of days, but I, yeah, I, I know you already know my schedule is insane. And mm-hmm. I like what you're doing. I love that you're with your wife, and I love that the kids in the back seat. And I'm gonna let you shine, man. Appreciate it. I'm I gonna appreciate let you shine. Yeah, mm. you know, you can tell everybody their mama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, I'm, you know, I I'm am. Let, let me get off the phone. I'm calling my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna let you shine. There was another brother in St. Louis that reached out to me too. I wanted to have both y'all on this podcast today. I'm see while we're talking, um, if I could find his name. So, what's your um, ambition? What is what do you want to do with stand up? Like, where do you want to go with this? Really, I would like to. I 
the sky's the limit. I'm really trying to like write. I love writing. I love writing material. I've been writing, uh, just trying to come up with different sitcoms. Really, just trying to, yeah, that really acting wherever I can get in and and not necessarily fit in, but just. Oh, dang, that's a good question. But everything I can say plus more, if that makes sense. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, and I want to share this with you. Remember, Hollywood is for Hollywood. you got to learn as you go through this game is to try to create shit for yourself. Mm-hmm. See, the, the myth in, in the world is everybody thinks they should go to Hollywood to get famous. But you can really be famous just in St. Louis, right? You could do small uh, skits and the small movies in your area, sell them. You get your IG account out, and you really become your own Hollywood. So let's say you build up your Instagram page. You build up, and you get 100, 200, 300, 1,000 people. Well, guess what? You have your fans right there that you can sell to, right? Mm -hmm. We're all in the... The world has us so confused that we need to be on national TV. We need to be doing movies. And that's great. It's good. I try to teach people to be a businessman. I try to teach people to control your own destiny. I did a show in um, Detroit last week, sold out. You know, I sell out anyway. I ain't saying that to brag, but I'm out in ballet. A young man walked up and said, oh, my God. T to the motherfucker because he was at another event next door, even though I was there. And um, he said, "Man, you got to get on Netflix. You got to get on Netflix, brother, because my fourteen-year-old daughter should know who you are. Because my fourteen-year-old daughter know who Dave Chappelle is." Uh-huh. I said, "Yes, but Dave Chappelle works for somebody." Mm. I said, "Do you know who I am?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "I own my own company." Mm. I said. I decide when my special is going to be released. Mm-hmm. I decide what picture I want on the cover. I know exactly the kind of money that I make from A to Z. I said, I said you ever heard of Young Dolph and Nipsey? He, they, he said, mm-hmm. yeah. I said, I was doing that before they were born. I said, I'm rich, yo. I said, some people want to be rich and famous. I said, I get the money and keep it moving. I don't give a fuck about the fame. If you know who I am, you know who I am. Mm-hmm. But my main concern in this journey is that when they do talk about the Dave Chappelle's, when they do talk about the Kevin Hart's, the Chris Rock's, I want people to say, yo, but what about that nigga T to the motherfucking K? Because mm-hmm. if we got to go joke for joke, I'll tell this to anybody. Ain't nobody can hold the mic with me joke for joke. Now, you might mm. come rock with me 10, 15, 20 minutes. But <laughs> two hours, three hours, nigga, you're going to start seeing uh, some dust in their ass. But that's a whole another story. And some people are like, oh, yeah, he, he can't get cursed. But you know what people don't know? I did a special once. Years mm-hmm. ago, it was the Soul Train Comedy Awards. And every comic went out for that audition. Paul Mooney was alive, everybody. And I did clean material and made it to the finals. Mm. I'm going to tell you the four people made it to the finals. I forgot one of the guys' names, but it was Chris Tucker. 
Mm. It was somebody else's other guy but me. But that was like the biggest talk around the country because people didn't know I could do cream material. Mm. And I had shocked the world, even though I knew I could do cream material anytime I want. It's just that the world, the mindset of fans, if they see you one way, they think that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. So I've had people who try to open up for me in different cities, and I would tell the manager, hey, tell them can they do cream material. And the manager called me back a couple of days and said, oh, they don't want to do it because they can't do cream material. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I almost didn't want to call you because I thought you was going to give me some pushback. I thought you were going to be like, well, dog, I can't do um, cream material. And I tell any comic, if you can't do clean material, then you're not a comedian. Right. Because to, to be a comedian, you have to have all its levels, and you got to know them all. That's why when you said seven years, I knew you was halfway ready. And what I mean by that to the young comedians and to fans who don't know about comedy, you got to know how to talk about people in the audience, meaning you got to know how to handle heckler if you have a heckler. You got to know how to do comedy off the top of your head, meaning most people who write, they follow that blueprint like their GPS, and if something happens, mm-hmm. they're thrown off because they don't know how to get back on track. And at three, you got to respect the fucking clock. Now, OG, I'm going to yes, tell sir. you your time. And when we get, I'll talk to the club owners this week. I don't know how much time I'm going to give you yet. Okay. But if you go over your time, if I got to say that to you one time, I'm firing you. Hey, Liz, I got you. Okay, I'm just letting you know. And I know your wife is listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get off the stage. I'm not even gonna say nothing, and I'm gonna tell the club owner, tell them don't don't come back. Okay. Because by be I I like people who listen. Okay. And that's comedians. That's how you continue to work. You continue okay. to work not because you're funny, which that does help, but when you listen to the headliner and he says to you what he wants. <clears throat> You have to do that because if you do that and you show him respect, guess what? When he comes back or he's in another state, he might say, yo, I want to get that guy to open up for me again. Mm-hmm. And those types of things are so, so important. Who's your favorite comedian in St. Louis? Uh, I, I, I don't have one. I don't have... You, got, who do you admire that? You say what? Who do you admire in St. Louis? Uh... I mean, besides like said, big set, Cedric Entertainer. Um, that's yeah, that is from St. Louis. I forgot about that. It sure is. Same. Cedric Entertainer. Yeah, that is it. And you born and raised in um. Yes, sir. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here. I was here when the rise was popping off of Mike Brown. I was out there, all that. So I've been here. Okay, that's what's up, family. I like that. Um, tell the world your Instagram. What's up, y'all? Y'all can follow me now at uh, the only Reggie Gill. The only Reggie Gill. The only Reggie Gill. That's it. I like that. That is so cool, yo. You <laughs> made my day with this family. Yeah, you made mine as well. Yeah, what um, grade do you teach at, at your school? High school. The same high school I got kicked out of. 
Get the oh, fuck okay. out. You, do you talk about that on stage? Yes, I do. Homie, oh, that's some funny shit. Yeah, so. Yeah, I teach how to school so now, French. And they trust you there to teach? Yeah, I, that's, uh, yes. I mean, first off, they don't really got a lot of people to pick from because don't nobody want to work there. And secondly, I mean, I'm a young black man who, not successful, but, yeah, I'm who the kids can relate to. They come in with Jordan, I, like I come that. in with Jordan. Right. And, and and what's the mindset of these kids today, my man? Oh man, uh, NBA young boy. I don't know if you know who that is. I know you. Uh, yeah, I know who you. You got. Yeah. Play, they can't talk. Nah, they 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 don't want to talk until no, I, I mean, come in the room. Illiterate. Yes, very. Well, I can't understand. I can't stand NBA young boy. Like when he's not singing and he's just talking, I'm embarrassed. I mean, but not not in the sense of uh, like just just uh, they they out here like they they trying to be thugs. The mindset, wow. you know, it's a lot of fatherless kids out there. They're not bad kids. They just don't have a role, uh, you know, male role model. So you know, you you just see and the so difference. You definitely see that, right? You definitely see oh. that the parent is the yes. missing link. Yes, 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 yes. Now, did you see the um, Kanye West's um? documentary yes i did i loved it now what was missing in that what was missing in his life a father yep mm-hmm. a father. Sure was. he had, a he had the mom family. and the mom showed them love right mm-hmm. and he had phenomenal passion right phenomenal phenomenal passion but he got traits like a woman because his mother raised him mm-hmm and no one taught him how to control his emotion. No yeah. one taught him how that if he lost a female, how he had to be a G and hold it tight. Like, well, you don't go on social media acting like a fucking fool, even though you hurt, even though you might be in pain, but you don't move that way. You don't put mm-hmm. the other man down because in reality, that's just making them get closer together. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's what makes it close together. So when I saw it, I said, damn, that special was inspiring. Yeah. But I watched it. And the Jay-Z's and all the people that he ran into, they were so busy working because no one knew he was going to act like this, right? No one knew. Nope. But now you see it. Yep. And it's possible he could have some mental issues. He may not want to see it. You know? But, um... Sometimes success can hurt you, mm. you know. And I think of him, and I think of, of so many people who blew up in this world. And um, like, let's take Michael Jackson for instance. I say to myself, I wonder would Michael Jackson have lived longer if he never got success, right? Mm. Because success, I mean. Not only did it make him want to be a white man, his success was so powerful, it made the people around him pretend he wasn't white. Hmm. Like, <laughs> like, that's how powerful yeah. money is. I like, know. Right? They right. was really lying for him. He was. <laughs> they were saying something was wrong. He had skin color. Like, he had this disease, so he lied. They lied. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a habitual liar. So no one was holding him accountable because of the money. 
because his dad should have been like, nigga, ain't no motherfucker way gonna let you go out here and look like some bitch and look like a white woman with the fucking perm in your hair, getting your fucking nose. And what the fuck is up with these socks? With these glitter socks, nigga, in the glove. <laughs> <laughs> But that's you why I think, I think I believe yeah, I, I think listen. that like you gotta have a strong core. You feel me? Long yep. as you got you you have to. That's what my wife said. You can't lose yourself. You know you got to have a strong core. You got you know you gotta you gotta have people who really love you before you even get to those positions. So you will you'll be just like the and same. And not care person. about the money. And not care about because people will listen to a person with a lot of money before they listen to a person with substance and character. Yep. They sure will. And sometimes you can't compete with a person that got money, especially if they're doing it, they're getting their money fraudulently. But people people throw out the window, and morals started going years ago. Because, see, when I was coming up, I remember there was a time if a person was a murderer, you would walk away from them like they had COVID, right? Mm -hmm. But remember when OJ got out of jail? People were taking pictures with this nigga. Like a star, like he's a star. Mm. This is the mindset of people. Yeah. This is how they move. Yeah. And that's how and the kids crazy. get it. Kids, if you didn't murder nobody, then you're not respected. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was about yep. the money, but now it's not morals to money. Now it's the murders. If you didn't murder nobody, right. you soft. That's how. That's how the kids looking at it. But right. And soft. here's the crazy part: nobody talks about. The females are catching more cases than the niggas now. Mm-hmm. The females is going the fuck off. Man, it's so crazy out here. Females are dying just as much as the dudes are dying. Yes. It's crazy. So yeah. what do you think y'all could do in that school, right, to to help these kids? I mean, from your perspective, I know you can't really, and you you can only do your part. But what do you think? I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's really what I learned even from teaching. It's all about the area code that you're in, you know, because if you like the, 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 the school that I'm at now, it's no resources for the students. You know, mm. they work off computers. Uh, they don't have enough computers. So it's almost like it's system based. Like, you know, it's, it's like you've already found the kids. If you know, it's it's kind of sad unless you go into a nicer neighborhood. And I'm saying it's just okay. a white neighborhood. You got to go into a nicer neighborhood where you know it's middle class black people, and the schools get you know the schools get better. They got swimming pools at the school and auditoriums, you know, different programs and stuff like that. But that, wow, it really, yeah, it's man. If you in the ghetto, yeah, it's it's really you know. And the basketball team sucks. So it, it's like, it's, I don't know. And they're telling me, you know, I ain't been to schools in so long. They're telling me that women are walking up to other women and just bogarting them into being in a relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that you true? Alpha, you got alpha females, too. <laughs> it's alpha this shit females. Is crazy. Everybody, they out here. When somebody told me that this was in Brooklyn. And the girl said, yeah, TK, the, the, some of these girls are making these girls be in a relationship with them. Ooh, that's impressive. I don't know. I ain't seen that yet. Now, what's, uh, what's going on? Now, what's going on with the men that go both ways? Is that big in your school? 
Is the kid? Yeah, it, 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 man. Look, hey, I almost got in. I got in trouble. It's the it's the um, LGBT person in my classroom, but uh, you got to use the right pronouns and stuff like that. Cause she um, she a a, a tra- what is it a training? You can't say transgender, okay. but she was dressed up like a boy. But he's right. really a boy. But he was, you know. So I was like, "What's up? Uh, what's up, bro?" And he got an attitude. Was like, "You you you misgendered me." So wow. you look, it's, yeah, it's real, man. It's real. It's a lot of yeah, yeah. It's open now. Yeah, he wanted to be a girl, but he was dressed up like a boy, though. That's what I'm saying. He he had Nike shorts on, but you want to be a girl. So I don't know. Wow, it's, yo. It's weird. I ain't gonna say it's weird because I don't want to. It's weird. Uh, it is what it is. You got to learn it. You want to be right. You got to learn. It. Now, what's this thing about she they? That's something new too. You she, they? She, they, or he, she, some shit that they don't know. Like, every day these motherfuckers come in somebody different. They don't want oh, to call one thing, <laughs> so you got to say. Slavery oh, okay. is in D.C. Her kids go to this big um, this big school, like number fifth in the country. And the girls that they want to become a guy is called they something. I forgot how it's called. They ain't got out here yet. <laughs> he got to get that sometimes. <laughs> that ain't not here yet. I don't know. Now, what about the young men choosing each other that look normal like us, but they they eat up? Have y'all had that? Is that big in your school? You say, but they what? They like dudes? But, they but look yeah, like but they, they date each other. Here's my example. I saw two guys that look like Mahomes, the quarterback of the Kansas City yep. Chiefs. I was at the movie theater. I'm sitting in the movie theater. It was like last year. And the two guys were sitting there. You know, when they came in, I was like, oh, they must be ball players and shit, you know. I have to look back. I saw these motherfuckers kissing. Yeah. Now, my point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to put nobody down. Me and this brother just being observant. I just wanted to know how the world was in the schools because I haven't been there so long. And I wanted to know, is that big in the school the same way? Uh, not much in the schools, but in, uh, like regular society, it is. Yeah, me and my girl, we was out at a bar, and we just seen dudes, so, you know, we didn't think nothing. And then we seen the dudes with each other holding hands, and, like, more dudes was coming with the other dudes. So it's like, yeah, this must be a, a, a little gay spot or something. So we had to get about it. Yeah. Right. It's, because they you know what I noticed? I was um somewhere, and I noticed guys be at the park, with other men walking around the lake, right? Yeah. And I said, like, ain't no fucking way oh, no. that when I was young, I wanted to be with some niggas. And a lake. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. I always wanted to be with a woman. And all the time. All the time, y'all. All the time. So, that's, I, you know, I'm just really making up conversation and seeing where your head was, testing your knowledge. Um checking your personality and and I like you fam. Appreciate it. Likewise. Likewise. All right. I, I like it. Hey, um one more time. Tell the world the Instagram to all my fans. Let's 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 follow this brother. He seemed like a nice guy. He's in school. He got his wife in the problems. I think it's phenomenal kids in the back seat, they probably gonna get some ice cream or something. You know? And he's gonna be on the show. 
at the Helium Club with me this weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. So all my fans, come out and support your own uh, young OG from St. Louis, Missouri. Let's give him an opportunity of a motherfucking lifetime because that's what this is, an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, give me an IG, family. What's up, y'all? Y'all can follow me now at uh, the only Reggie Gill, the only Reggie Gill, the only Reggie Gill. As it, I appreciate it. For sure. The only Reggie Gill. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. You already know what it's about. Also, make sure you check out my girl Liz, who does the candles and the bath oils and all this kind of stuff to keep your skin together, take care of yourself, and Mujan du jour. Also, check out for health wellness. Um, my, um, my people's up in Harlem, um, Elma's, E-L-M-A-S, um, health food store, and get your products there. Go on the website, stuff everything from sea moss to skin to stuff for your digestive system, all these things. We want to teach people to really um, know your numbers, take care of your health, take care of your body, avoid stress. So St. Louis, I'm in Kansas with us. I'm in Bridgeport, Connecticut now. But you up next. Put the word on the street. The only Reggie Gill is going to be on the show. Um, St. Louis, Missouri is the Helium Comedy Club this week. And um, we're going to give them an opportunity. May you have ice cream and make good love to your <laughs> wife tonight because you really should be proud of yourself. And you know what I'm saying? And um, kiss the kids. Yes, sir. Will do. Appreciate it. See that. you this weekend, fam. This is my number, so lock it in. I'll tell you your time slot um, this week and what time you got to be there. And okay. um, let's do everything professionally. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Wish you the best. All right. See you. Thank you. All right. Take care, friend. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.